The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. In-depth, investigative. This is KXAN News. And thanks so much for joining us. I'm Daniel Marine. And I'm Jennifer Sanders in for Britt Moreno. Ascension Texas says it has reached an agreement with Blue Cross Blue Shield. And without it, local patients would have lost coverage at Ascension facilities on January 31st. This comes as Ascension faces other problems, including layoffs. KXN's Mercedes Hernandez is live where nurses are holding a vigil for better working conditions as well. Mercedes. Good evening, you guys. Now, the vigil out here is just starting to get underway. You can see behind me that some organizers are starting to gather. They still got about 30 minutes or so before everybody really starts getting together and lighting these candles. But I'm not sure if you can tell, but some of the notes that they're holding in their hand, those are actual real complaints from Ascension Seton nurses that have come into the union. Nurses here say they want change. Let's take a look. These nurses say they're tired of Ascension Seton management doing nothing. We had 60 out of 70 of our nurses sign this letter regarding safe staffing ratios on my unit. And when that letter was given to my manager, the response was, I can't accept this letter and there is no staffing problem. They say the pandemic led many to leave the industry, so travel nurses were brought in to help. The travelers are typically making three times as much as our core staff bedside nurses. We need the help and we need the hands, but there's a difference in what a traveler can provide to the unit and a core staff member can provide to the unit. These nurses aren't alone. Since the Austin chapter of National Nurses United launched, leaders say they've received hundreds of complaints from nurses. Some say understaffing has led to delayed response to hospital alarms. Well, I am responsible for these tiny fragile beings. I can't really meet all of their needs if I'm taking care of four of them at once. The nurses stress that not having enough people on staff can get people hurt. I have been out of work going on 16 months. This nurse who's asked to remain anonymous says she was injured on the job more than a year ago. It was a heavy patient to lift and technically they should have been a Hoyer lift, a mechanical lift, and they were not. And we went to lift the person and that's when I was injured. Those gathered Thursday night say they want hospitals everywhere to take note and make change. There is essentially a manufactured obstruction being created that is not going to allow us to prioritize our patient care. It seems the priority is Ascension's profits. Now, I did ask Ascension Seton about some of the claims that those nurses made about management not responding to their requests. They did not get back to me as of news time. In Austin, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. Mercedes, thank you very much. The Austin City Council met for the first time this year with all of its newly elected members, and they voted to ease zoning restrictions for childcare facilities. The goal is to create more affordable childcare options for Austin area residents. The resolution approved today changes the city's current land development code, loosens parking requirements, allows more kids in facilities, and creates a new zoning classification for childcare services. Those changes allow for new facilities and expansion into childcare deserts. Five fired Memphis police officers now face multiple charges in the beating death of Tyree Nichols. He died three days after officers attacked him during a traffic stop. Jay Gray tells us when that video of the incident will be released. We all want the same thing. We want justice for 
Tyree Nichols. Five recently fired Memphis police officers now murder suspects in the beating death of Tyree Nichols. In a word, it's absolutely appalling. Let me be clear. What happened here does not at all reflect proper policing. This was wrong. This was criminal. The men face a string of felony charges, including second-degree murder, aggravated kidnapping, and assault. There is no way, no one out there that night intended for Tyree Nichols to die. Tyree Nichols to die. No one. No one. And that's shocking. That's shocking to the officers. During a traffic stop just blocks from his home, Nichols was involved in two confrontations with police and died three days later from his injuries. The chief of police in Memphis has called her former officer's actions heinous, reckless, and inhumane. Nichols' family and attorneys have seen police video of the incident and described the alleged attack as savage. The 29-year-old reportedly tased, pepper sprayed, restrained, hit, and kicked. His mother says she had to turn away. I didn't need to see a video to see what they did. I saw him in person where my son had lumps and on his head and his neck was broken. He had, his head was so swollen until it was starting to split open. Um, that was enough for me to see as his mother. The video is expected to be released publicly tomorrow evening. Law enforcement agencies in the Memphis area and across the country now watching the situation closely while preparing for the possibility of protest and unrest. Jay Gray, NBC News. Today in a Fort Worth courtroom, Boeing representatives met face-to-face -face with relatives of passengers killed in a pair of 737 MAX jet crashes. Boeing settled the case two years ago by agreeing to a deal with the Justice Department to pay $2.5 billion. But many relatives objected to the deal. And a judge ruled those killed were legally crime victims and relatives should have been involved in the settlement negotiations. That led to today's arraignment where Boeing's chief safety officer, Mike Delaney, entered a not guilty plea on behalf of the plane maker to a criminal charge of conspiracy to defraud federal regulators concerning the safety of those planes. If an individual killed 346 people, they would not be getting let off with an agreement between the DOJ and the company like they are now. That never happens with an individual and shouldn't happen with a company. So I, the question that, that always lingers in my mind is uh, why does the, the Department of Justice try to protect Boeing? And so I felt an urge to come and tell the judge how the death of my wife and children has affected my life. Now it's not yet clear whether today's action could reopen that settlement. On an aviation related note, don't miss Lester Holtz one on one with the CEO of Southwest Airlines. Just weeks after the company's holiday travel meltdown, the airline is under investigation by the Department of Transportation. Lester is asking what changes Southwest is making to keep customers coming back. We'll have that at 530 on NBC Nightly News. 
first warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, pretty cold start out there this morning. Low temperatures in town, 7 degrees cooler than normal, reaching 35 out at the airport, as you would expect. A lot colder than that, 28 degrees, not that far from the record low temperature for the day. It's our fifth straight day of cooler than normal afternoon weather as well. 56 under sunny skies on the Buda Rock and Dirt Yard Cam. A better overhead perspective of the satellite and radar shows we're kind of hard pressed to find a single cloud across our 15 counties. Coming up in your forecast, even colder weather tonight. I'll show you it, uh, why we should plan for a freeze, a few showers returning during your weekend plans, and your first warning on a big weather pattern change toward colder, rainy weather next week. All right, David, thank you. The Department of Justice says it has seized and dismantled the servers of an international ransomware network known as the Hive. It says the group has extorted hundreds of millions of dollars from victims nationwide and around the globe. Our continued investigative efforts led us to two back-end computer service servers located in Los Angeles that were used by Hive to store the network's critical information. Last night, pursuant to court order, we seized those servers. And the DOJ says the Hive targeted a wide range of businesses and critical infrastructure sectors, including hospitals and other care providers. President Biden is touting economic progress and crediting his administration's policies. A new report today found the U.S. economy expanded at a 2.9% annual pace from October through December. This key indicator of economic health bounced back after shrinking in the first two quarters. The president stopped by a Steamfitters, Steamfitters Union Hall in Virginia today to announce a new Invest in America cabinet. They'll be charged with keeping up the momentum of his economic plans. On the right track, roads and bridges are being built, factories are coming along, people are back to work, families are breathing just a little bit easier. And inflation has dropped considerably from a 40-year high but still remains well above target. Nursing school fraud just ahead. How many fake diplomas several Florida schools gave out before they got busted? No place to park. Frustrated Texas state students are now taking action. And where a sinkhole tried to swallow three people. We've got an Amber Alert out of Kemp, Texas. That's southeast of Dallas. Police are looking for a newborn taken from a shelter by his mother. Xavier Caliste has was last seen with 23-year-old Margaret Williams. She's his mother, but he's in the custody of Child Protective Services. CPS is concerned because the baby needs prescription medication taken with formula, and both were left behind. Federal prosecutors say three nursing schools in South Florida sold thousands of fake diplomas. 25 people have been arrested. They're accused of preparing and selling fake transcripts to nursing candidates, knowing that those documents would allow them to sit for exams, secure licenses, and obtain nursing jobs. Authorities say about a third of the people who received fake diplomas are actually practicing medicine. When we take an injured son or daughter to a hospital emergency room, we don't expect, really cannot imagine, that the licensed practical nurse or registered nurse treating or child took a shortcut around educational and licensing requirements. And investigators say in all, the schools sold more than 7,000 diplomas since 2016 at $15,000 each, netting them more than $100 million. 
The defendants are facing wire fraud and conspiracy charges. If convicted, they could face up to 20 years in prison. Well, the weekly drought monitor update came out today. Here's what it looked like last week. Not much change this week. Just one little area where the dry precursor to drought has expanded. Basically no change across our 15 counties. Coming up, the rare hole punch clouds that were raising eyebrows today south of Austin and some colder rainy weather to come. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. Some Texas State University students say there is a parking problem on campus, and they're the ones paying for it. And they say they're spending hundreds of dollars for parking passes, but aren't able to find any open spots. And with the constant growth of the student body, they're concerned that it will just get worse. As KXN's Sarah Alshea reports, they're also trying to get parking ticket fines cut in half. I was shocked. I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. Parking tickets. I had recently lost my job, so I couldn't pay it right away. Texas State University students say it's not a matter of if you get them, but when. This student finding one on their car Thursday. I'm already broke. This is ridiculous. And with the university growing, they are concerned parking will just get worse. Students that have bought their parking pass and are looking for spots, many of them circle the campus trying to find open spaces. It prompted former student body president Catching Valentinus D to start a petition pushing to cut the citation from $40 to 20. The university tells KXAN there are plenty of parking options for students along with their shuttle service. Most recently in 2022, the school wrote almost 30,000 tickets with fines totaling close to $854,000, money that helps run the parking services department. Texas State says it's solely funded by permit fees, parking citations, and pay to park fees. Students are now hoping for change and until then, they'll keep circling, looking for open spots, hoping to avoid more tickets. I was frustrated. I was scared. I was, I, I didn't know what to do. Sarah Olshah, KXAN News. And Texas State says it actively monitors and manages parking availability and will continue to adapt as the university grows. The petition will be discussed at the university's next Transportation Advisory Committee meeting. That's next Monday. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, we got some viewer pictures and questions from these weird clouds that were spotted in the sky south of Austin today. This photo was taken near Luling, looking back northward. And aren't these interesting looking? These are pretty rare, and they're called fall streak holes, or more informally, hole punch clouds. And you can see why. How they form is pretty interesting. You need the conditions just right. These mid and high level clouds are sometimes made of not ice crystals, but super cooled liquid water. That means it's below freezing, but it hasn't yet turned into ice because the conditions just aren't quite right. Sometimes if an airplane passes up or down through this thin cloud layer, that can actually cause the droplets around the plane to flash freeze, get heavier, and fall out of the cloud. That little hole expands until the process is complete, and it appears that's what happened here. You can find the photo and a full explanation on KXAN.com on the home page. 
Back here in Austin, none of those clouds around anymore. Just a few little high, thin, cirrus clouds on the western horizon. It's cool again, 56 under a sunny sky. Lower middle 50s across the area tonight. 55s right now in Marble Falls and Dripping Springs. Allergies getting a little worse today, unfortunately. But look at this. Cedar is still low. It's trending up, though, and mold trending up back into the medium concentration. Pretty calm evening across the state with just a few high clouds, especially to our south. You see them trying to surge northward, but I don't think they'll be uh, successful in doing so until tomorrow. That means clear skies and cold weather tonight. Even in Austin, let's be on the safe side and go ahead and protect pets, pipes, plants, and people. I think 99% of us see a freeze tomorrow morning. Here are the temperatures falling from the 50s now quickly after sundown to some of the coldest weather of the week so far early tomorrow. 33 is our forecast in downtown. Austin and as we saw this morning when we saw a 23 degree creek reading near Jonestown we'll have a lot of folks outside of town in the upper 20s to near 30. This is why we need to take your freeze precautions just for one more night tonight. Things start to change though tomorrow. A south wind brings back a few clouds, especially later in the day. And this is on our way to a different looking weekend. Notice a blanket of clouds pulls in by Saturday morning with a few little sprinkles in our eastern counties. A chance of a few passing light rain showers lingers through the entire day Saturday with overall gray and kind of damp, humid weather. This persists into much of the day on Sunday when there's now a higher 40% chance of rain showers. Not a washout of a weekend, but a little damp and gray much of the time, 67 on Saturday, 72, pretty warm again on Sunday. Here's your first warning, though, on an extended period of cold, rainy weather that looks more likely next week. On Sunday, as we're wrapping up kind of a gray weekend with a few showers, a strong cold front pushes through the area. And remember I told you the models were all over the place? They're now converging on what happens. In the wake of the cold front, clouds and light rain develop on Monday into Tuesday. Then, as the cold air stays in place, a low pressure approaches Wednesday and Thursday, leading to the continued overrunning pattern with gray skies and rain actually increasing across the area. On Thursday, late in the day, finally the storm system exits, but that's three or three and a half days of cold, damp weather. Seven-day rainfall forecast more optimistic, up to an inch in the hill country, one to two inches from I-35 eastward. Hopefully these trends and the models continue. I do want you to stay tuned with us for updates. All right, tonight, 33 degrees in downtown Austin, a freeze just about everywhere else. Tomorrow afternoon, a little warmer at 62. South winds bring a few clouds back late in the day. Much warmer from day to night through the weekend, but here is the change next week. Highs in the 50s, even the 40s with gray skies and rain likely at times. That system clears out by Thursday afternoon. Well, just ahead, the Colorado bear who just can't seem to resist the camera. Well, you want to see this. A woman fell into a sinkhole in the front yard of a home on New York's Long Island, and so did two men who tried to rescue her. Police got the call around 6 a.m. about a woman stuck in a hole in the ground, and when they arrived, they found two men in the hole as well. This was about six feet wide and six feet deep. Police used a ladder to help pull them to safely to safety. What caused the hole is still under investigation. Well, this one is just for fun. A bear in Boulder, Colorado has discovered wildlife cameras and posed for hundreds of photos. Open space in mountain parks in Boulder has nine cameras across 46,000 acres of land. So those cameras are activated to snap pictures when an animal goes by. It says of the 580 photos captured, about 400 were photos of the bear peering into that camera. And FYI, at night, 
night, those cameras are armed with infrared light so they don't disturb nocturnal animals. <laughs> Curious guy right there. Well, no reruns tonight on KXAN. You can enjoy all new episodes of Law and Order, the original at 7, Special Victims Unit at 8, and Organized Crime at 9 o'clock before we're back with KXAN News at 10. And you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 o'clock on the CW Austin. Here's where to find us. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.